Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of Jaeger Live. In today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about is entrepreneurship for you? Um, if you're thinking about being an entrepreneur, going off and starting your own business, um, is it actually something that you really want to do? Uh, I'm going to talk about pros and cons today. I'm also going to talk about the things that I'm kind of learning as I go along in my journey of entrepreneurship. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hey guys, so welcome back to this episode. I'm super excited about this episode. Um, entrepreneurship is something that it gets me going. Every time I talk about it, I can ramble on for hours. But I tried to take good notes this time because I don't want to do that to you guys. Uh, try and stay a little bit focused with it. So I kind of want to start out super generic. Um, a lot of people... Um, when I was younger, I knew what I wanted to do. I kind of knew that I wanted to have my own business and, and be my own boss, but I never knew what it was called until I was like 17, which is kind of embarrassing. Um, but for those who are looking into it or have that feeling about it and not sure what it is, um, I'm kind of nerd. I'm kind of nerdy. So I looked up the definition. So entrepreneurship is a person who organizes and operates a business or businesses taking on greater than normal financial risk to do so. That kind of kicks off the first part of this episode because when you're thinking about starting something, which is great, I totally support it. I totally encourage people to do it um, because it is such a passion for me. Uh, I don't think that there's any other way and I don't understand why any other way would be uh, sufficient for people. But um, when you're starting, you have to kind of understand what you're undertaking and not just, oh, it's cool, I get to be my own boss, I get to run my own show, I get to tell people what to do, yada, yada, yada. Like, there's a lot more that goes into it that some people don't see, especially in today's kind of society. And I know everybody's, you know, everybody talks always, oh, there's too much social media out there, blah, blah, blah. And that's not really what I want to talk about. And that's not really what I'm talking about specifically in this situation. But it's so easy with Instagram and social media itself that... You can see these people that are living on a beach from their laptop and working from their laptop and they can go anywhere, they can do anything. And, um, you know, you have all these people that because they're, and I'm using air quotes here, Instagram famous, they get stuff sent to them by so many different companies. They get all this cool free shit and it's looks really cool. I mean, it looks really glamorous. It sucks you in. Um, I know it, it does for me sometimes, sometimes I get a little, uh, I don't know how you say distracted, I guess, from all the crap that people post. Um, but it's not what people don't see. And this, see, and this is why I don't understand. I don't understand why people don't show it all. Um, let it all hang out there. Don't just show the cool cars and the chicks and the yachts and all that stuff. But actually show what kind of goes behind the scenes. Because I am passionate about this. I do encourage people to do this. But there are some pros and cons to this. It's not just, you know all money and rainbows out there. There's actually pros and cons like there's to anything. One of the things that I wanted to talk about is like, there are pros to being an employee. Now, if you are someone with simple tastes and someone who has simple desires, you know, being an employee isn't a terrible idea. I mean, there's tons of employers out there who give 401ks, who offer retirement plans, um, 
you get paid for the time you're there, you clock out and you're done, right? It's so much, now I'm not speaking for everybody because there are you know stressful employee jobs, but it's so much less stress to you because not unless you're really high up, it doesn't really, the company doesn't rise and fall on what you contribute. Yes, they make money if you if you make the company money, and yes, they can lose money if you're, you know, stealing time and stealing crap from the company. But that's not, you know, in generic terms, you don't have to worry about it. You clock out, you can leave all your troubles at work, except you know, bitching about whoever pissed you off that day at work. That's definitely a pro as far as the nine to five goes, because it. When you're an entrepreneur, there is no off. Like for me and a lot of entrepreneurs out there, you know, I talk to a lot of people that start their own businesses and people that are pursuing greater things and it like it never shuts off. The your mind is always turning. You're always trying to figure out something to uh, create or something better to improve upon or bringing better whatever to your audience or your your um your clients or whatever it is, there's always wheels turning. There's that constant, um, there's a constant worry of trying to stay ahead of the curve and trying to uh, keep up with competition. And there's always that competition of within yourself to keep the company at its best. Because not only once you become an entrepreneur and you become a successful entrepreneur, you now you have employees and uh, their livelihoods are really on you. It's a pro for the nine to five. It's a con for the entrepreneurial world. One of the big cons I think that people don't really shine on is because a lot of people out there, and it's really, it pisses me off because so many people are out there trying to sell you bullshit. And it's so frustrating, so fucking frustrating. It's like, just because they want to sell you a course or they want to sell you some fucking book or whatever it is that they think is going to, you know, get you rich, they never tell you like the likelihood that you're going to succeed is really, really low. Um, I was just reading a study today and they were saying that if you had a successful company and you tried to start another successful company, you are 30% likely to succeed. So like, let's just say, uh, uh, Bill Gates, you know, he started Microsoft. Let's just say he wanted to go off and start something else. Now, obviously, Microsoft is huge, right? But statistically speaking, he has a 30% chance if he wants to start another company of that company being successful. Now, this dude obviously, obviously, obviously has all the tools. He understands how to do something. So maybe he's not necessarily in that 30%. But, like, that's a scary thought. So even people who have already done it and been successful at it, are having trouble to expand on that. When you're thinking about just starting out and not knowing how to market, not knowing about money, you know, not having the right mindset, because that's another point that um, I'm gonna go into later, but having those tools in your tool belt are like vital to success. And I think in the beginnings, it's it's almost like you're, you're too dumb to realize. I think the people that are most successful are they're too dumb to realize that they're failing. And what I mean by that is that they just don't give a shit. They're failing and they're gonna push through it. It's gonna be hard times. Like Elon Musk was talking about 
when they first started PayPal, how they had uh, him and his brother were living in the back of the office that they had. And while his brother slept and why, you know, they slept at night, the website, he would take the website down and he would code. And then by morning, he'd re, uh, he'd re up the website and then it would run for the day. And, you know, he kept doing that for years. Now, there are some things that those Instagram douchebags get right. One, you get to do what you want. The company and the idea and the um, soul of the, your company is your company. If you want to run your company into the ground because you have this great idea or what you think is a great idea and it's actually shitty and everybody's telling you not to do it, it doesn't matter. You can do it. If you have this crazy idea that somebody might think, why would this ever work? And it takes you to the next level. It's your company. You do what you want. You can do what you want. That is such a, such a freeing um, idea to hold on to if you are that type of person who creates. I'm a big believer in, in people who have the freedom to create what they want and to create their own life. Um, now, we did this for decades and decades where we believe that if we work really hard and we help make another company successful... And, you know, then at 65, we can retire and then we can finally do what we want to do. It's crazy talk. It's crazy talk because this is our, this is your life. This small little bleep is your life. And if you're taking your precious time because you're trying to plan till you're 65 and I don't know if you, you know, if you're in your twenties, your thirties, your forties, it doesn't matter. Like 65 is a long ways away for me. I still have another 30 years. I still have another 30 years of working if I were to be, um, you know, this career-oriented employee guy. That's 30 freaking years. Like, I was in the military, you know, I have aches and pains now. Could you imagine me trying to travel the world at 65, trying to see Europe at 65? I get tired of walking for two hours already. Like, you know what I'm saying? And as you get older... In this whole plan and like, and I hate to bring it down a little deeper, but what if you don't even get to 65? What if your whole plan of you trying to hold on to this idea of if I work really hard and put these long hours in and um, I can push forward to 65 and I can finally do what I want to do and I can finally live what I want to, you know, because I'll have the money and I'll have the time. Well, if you just take a chance on yourself and you take that first step into doing something that you think the marketplace needs, then there's no telling. But if you always doubt yourself and you're always afraid of making that first move, nothing's ever going to happen. With that, it goes really into the second part of this episode that I wanted to touch on. And it's the things that I'm learning as I'm going on in my um, entrepreneurial journey, because there are things that you think you know in the beginning, like I was, like I was telling you earlier, and there's things that you start to figure out once you're actually doing it. For me, there was like really hard truths that I had to learn about myself and about um, starting a company, running a company. There's three or four big ones here that I think um, should really be emphasized on. And if you can answer these honestly to yourself and you can actually develop these kind of skills, 
I think that you starting your own business or you doing a nonprofit or you doing something to where you're taking control of your life is completely possible. One of the big things that I'm learning and um, like I talked about on previous episodes, organization is huge. It's freaking huge. You, I mean, like I can't even, so I watched that, inf, uh, that Netflix special inside Bill's brain, which by the way, if you haven't seen it, go watch that shit. Uh, but it was, he was talking about his day and this dude's got it down to the fucking hour. Like everything that he does, it's insane to me. There's no waste of time in this guy's life. He, uh, he knows he needs to get things done. He knows that these times are precious and he has it marked down. Like as I get, as being an entrepreneur who's actually starting out working from home, it is crucial because there are things that you have to work around. Like I have to work around my kids. I have to work around, uh, like right now I have to record this episode while my kids are sleeping because if I didn't, we would hear a lot more noise in the background and I'd probably get interrupted every two minutes. The kids coming in. So it's like, if you can move things around and you can organize things where you take out as much chaos as you can, because for me as a dad, um, and as a husband and somebody who has a full-time job, there are so many moving pieces and there's so much going on at once that I have to really organize my life, which is tough. It's hard for me because I, I, you know, I used to be a free spirit where I just go and go where the wind took me. So it's something that I'm learning. It's something that I'm still trying to develop. Um, I haven't mastered that yet, but if it's, if you guys are considering this, this is something I would really, uh, encourage you to, um, take some time and actually figure out how you can do it. And also too, just a little side note to that. You can plan everything you want to plan, but doesn't mean it's going to go that way. So just keep that in mind when you think, Oh yeah, I'm hell organized. I can put shit together. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Try and do that when you got other distractions going on. The second biggest thing that I would say is super important. And I think this is what, um, stops a lot of people. I've talked about it on other episodes too. And the reason I talk about it so much, and you're going to notice that I repeat a lot of things because I think that they're super crucial. It's mainly because it's likely something that I'm uh, struggling with myself. So if I'm constantly bringing it up, it's almost like I'm, I'm letting you guys know that these are huge issues, but I'm also like reminding myself, Hey, these things you got to kind of pay attention to and keep in the forefront of your mind. So the second biggest thing, kill fear by action. Um, I am a super, super analytical person. I will analyze the shit out of something until I do nothing. Be, be prepared. I'm not going to say go out there and just do like crazy shit without thinking about it. No, that's, that would be retarded. Uh, excuse me. That'd be stupid, but don't get so caught up in it that you don't move forward. Everything I do is controlled by fear. And it's hard because, you know, fear is such a, it's so ingrained in us as, as, as a survival tactic. And it's so ingrained in who we are that there are people that can just be like the shut it off and they don't even care. Um, 
But for most of us, it's really hard to overcome um, standing out and being an individual, uh, going against the grain. You know, these real, these things that really make us stand out and kind of make us targets to things. If you can find a way, and this is something that I'm still trying to learn, but find a way to accept that fear, understand that fear, but not let it immobilize you, um, I think that would be huge. I think it's huge because... Um, I'll give you another example. When Elon Musk was started SpaceX, there was people that were against it. People like Neil Armstrong. And um, they were speaking out saying like, this is crazy. Like he shouldn't be doing this, blah, blah, blah. And they were interviewing Elon. He's, and he's like getting it almost close to tears because he was just like, well, how does this make you feel like these guys, you know, how do you, did you perceive these people? And he was like, dude, these are, these guys were like my heroes and it really hurts that they're not standing behind me on this because it was, you know, they're the ones that inspired me to do this. Your fears of rejection or whatever that case may be, like this, those fears are coming to, to life for this guy and they're actually happening publicly. And he's just like, well, I mean, they have their opinions and they're, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep pushing forward. I think that fear is such a, it's a good thing, but it's a terrible thing because it, it keeps you from doing stupid things, but it also keeps you from doing great things. And so you really, like I said, I, I'm still trying to learn how to balance that fear and how to accept that fear, but not let it stop me to do things. And the third thing that I think is important, you gotta have a plan. It's so important. This kind of links with organization. But it's like, if you don't know where you're going, then how do you know how to get there? I heard somebody was talking about this the other day, and I think I was listening to a podcast, and he was just saying, like, you have to think about things in the future because you have to understand how you can get there. I read this book one time, and it was uh, Millionaire Success Habits uh, by Dean Graziosi. And he said that picturing, picture it's a year from now and your company has had the best year to date. You've had the best year to date, not just your company, not just uh, professionally, but personally. Now take a moment, think about that for a second. Now, what was that like? What happened in that year that made it the best year? What consumes that, whatever comes to the forefront of that, now flip it. What do you have to do to get to that point? Let's just say you want to, um, uh, something, okay, for health wise, let's go health because that's it's easier to kind of picture. Let's say you want a body like, uh, I don't, shit, I don't know. Just say you want a better physique, right? And at this end, at the end of this perfect year, you have the physique that you want. You're living, you're healthy the way you want it to be. Now reverse engineer it. What did you have to do in month one, three, six, nine, twelve? What did you have to do to get to that ultimate health that you've been striving for? And now this, this has been the best year of your life. You can look back on it. I think it's so. I think it's so powerful 
to look at it that way. If you take steps and you break them down, and break them down as far as you want, as far as you need to, to eliminate fear. Because one of the things that eliminate fear is what? I just said it. Action. Action kills fear all the time. There are so many times where I'm afraid to get on this mic and record this shit for you guys. And I just press record and I do it. I mean, granted, I edit a lot of shit on post, but I'm saying like the point is, is I press record and I do it. I get out there and I talk to people, you know, about my business, about what I'm doing, things, my mission. Is it scary sometimes? Yeah. Hell yeah. Am I doing it? Yeah. Because the more I think about it, the more I psych myself out about it. And then I'm done. And then I'm sitting here beating myself up because I didn't record that episode or I didn't go talk to that, that person or I didn't try and make that relationship. If you guys are starting to think about entrepreneurship, you're starting to think, hey, shit, dude, I got an idea. I got an, I got this app idea. Or I have this business idea. I have this whatever I, can, I think I can bring to the market. Do you remember when we were kids and I don't know if you, any of you guys did it out there, but we had this uh, questionnaire. It was like the first day of school, first grade or something. And they were, it was like, what was your favorite food? What was your favorite movie? What's your favorite color? Blah, blah, blah. And at the end of you'd fill this out and then the teacher would be like, okay, what was your, you know, hey, Danny, what was your favorite color? And he would say, oh, I put down green. And the teacher would go, oh, look, who else put down green? And people would raise their hands. Now, I assume this was for inclusion purposes and wanting to make this uh, gesture of we're all the same and yada, yada, yada. But when I was reading um, The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss, if you haven't read it, read that shit. I don't know what you're doing. He talks about, he kind of starts, I think, he starts things with himself in mind. Um, if he has, he calls it scratching my own itch. So it's like, if there's a problem for him, he looks for a way to solve it and maybe he can bring it to the market. And so the reason I told you that story is because if you think about something that you have an issue with and you're like, I have this perfect idea. So start with something that bothers you, something that you want to make better, something that you want to make your life easier and see where it goes. Start with that idea. It's something simple. It's something that you can solve. And if nothing else fail, if everything else fails, you've just made your life easier and you've solved that problem for yourself. I hope this kind of gives you an overview of what maybe it could possibly be for you. Um, I think this is something that I might explore further and a little bit deeper in um, future episodes, but I just kind of wanted to give you an overview of it and kind of give you an idea of maybe what you have in store. I hope this helps. I hope this doesn't discourage you. If you if you were looking to start a business or, or jump into entrepreneurship, I, f I fully encourage it. Like I said before, I think it's great. I think more people should have that idea, that freedom mentality. I think it's fantastic. If you are, keep pushing for it. Keep learning. Keep learning shit. Never stop learning. It's only going to help you. Um, and uh, never stop going for your dreams. Okay, guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll, I'll talk to you.
see you soon. <laughs>